Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the show, the podcast, the experience where we tell you all the lessons that we have learnt from musicals on a Friday. I am Zane C. Weber, and with me around the table are Miranda Selwood and Julie Eisentrager and a very special guest back for a return episode. Lorene Cooper Fox. Lorene Cooper Fox. Hello. That is a good last name. It's a good Thank last you. name. Triple I like barrel. It. I love it. I married into this name. Oh. And yeah, I love it. Excellent. Picked him for the last name. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that name. I'm on the lookout for a last name. <laughs> the human that goes with it, I suppose. One that is an yeah, Arjun mm. yeah. Well, yeah, it's a tough <laughs> choice though then. Julie has one of those names where everyone says, am I pronouncing this right or is or am I being racist? And against like, Germans. You are racist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Lorene, you have been here before. I have, yes. And you you spoke about Pirates of Penzance with us before. Is that I correct? I sure did, That yeah. was years ago now. It was, <laughs> it was. It was over a year ago. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Almost Gosh. two. You were one of our first episodes yeah, and we're two. well over a year now. There you go. So congratulations. But oh. what show have you brought us today? I'm going to talk about The Pajama Game. The Pajama oh, Game. Another classic. I love classic musicals. musicals. I wish it's I was wearing my pajamas. A very special musical for Lorene and I. <laughs> Did you meet doing this musical? Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> but it was the first time I saw Miranda perform and I thought she was just amazing. And mm. I, you know, founded the Miranda Selwood fan club. Wait. Ah. <laughs> it's yes. true. It's the true. fan club that I am a part of and yes. have a button to be proud of. That's yes. true. It was founded in 2004. Too long ago to mention because that would show how old people are. 2001. Yes, 2001. It was Oof. founded in 2001. I think I've only been a member <laughs> since 2015. <laughs> Anna, you missed the first 14 glorious years. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Miranda, I will say you're going to have to be a little closer to your microphone. Oh, Zane, you can't let the listeners know that I'm in training over here on the button-pushing duties. <laughs> True, Miranda's pushing everyone's buttons today, <laughs> so uh, watch out for that. She also said duties. <laughs> <laughs> but Lorene, because you've been with us before, you don't. we don't need to get to know you anymore. We know everything there is about you. Does that mean no, I don't get to lot. sing the song? You don't get to sing the song, but... You might sing a slight variation on the song because oh. we get to cast Lorene in shows today. <laughs> Getting to cast you. So, is, that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Did absolutely. I pick up on it? Oh my yeah, well God. done. <laughs> you picked up what I put down, you <laughs> threw it all out. 
All right, I didn't mean it to be that funny, but okay. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so, who has a role that they would like to see Lorene in? I do, I do. I raise my hands. Don't steal mine, Julie, because mine's perfect. And oh. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it is one of your dream roles. I, I, I have a role for you. I don't know... Um, what your what your theatre credits are as they stand <laughs> at, at the current time. But I would like to see you as Peggy Sawyer in 42nd Street. Oh, cute. Oh, yeah. That is She's cute. adorable, guys. She's like yeah. a little bunny. She's the cutest little thing ever. <laughs> I wish I could tap dance just mm, as well. That's what I was worried about. I'm not about. too bad at tap dancing. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, but I'd like to be better. Peggy Sawyer yeah. quality. <laughs> Peggy Sawyer. Um, I'm also going to go with a P name, Penny Pingleton. <gasps> From Hairspray. Oh, cute. I think it would be the cutest penny ever. Yeah. I'm (laughs) not going to go with a P name. (gasps) Wow. I'm going to go with an... Not picking up what I was putting down. Good one. H name. Okay, Hitler. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Julie Eisendrager, you German spy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say Miss Honey. Oh, I think this would be yeah. great, Miss Honey. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was yes. better than mine, actually. I'll, I changed my mind to that answer. Yes. <laughs> and, and well within my vocal range, so. Excellent. Well, uh, that's the thing. I, I don't think I've ever seen you perform on stage either. Only heard tales of times gone by. Times gone by. It's all in the past now. It needn't be. It needn't be all in the past. Let's change that. And if we get to 6,940 Patreons. Okay, every time you make a pledge like this, you need to write it down because I know that there are promises that have been made that I have not put on Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> 6,940 and we will produce a show starring Lorene. Okay. Okay. We'll produce Great. Matilda. Love that. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Let's do it. Everyone get on the Patreon bandwagon. <laughs> okay. Well, do we have any other perfect castings for Lorene or do we want to jump straight into talking about the pyjama game? Well, um, I actually – the. <laughs> I still think of Lorraine uh, in the first role that I ever saw her in. (laughs) (laughs) Which was... This is a fantastic story about... Please be cats, please be cats, please be cats. (laughs) Is it cabaret? So close. Dogs. Um, Well, if you've ever read the Take 5 magazine, you would have seen the article about Lorraine and I. Uh, So we were at uni together for... What? (laughs) I know, Take 5. Okay, no, that's a way better sidetrack. How much money did you get for that article? 500? (laughs) We didn't get anything. 50 bucks. It was my mum wrote it. She took all the money. Yeah, didn't even get a cut on that. No. Come on, mum. Become (laughs) a Patreon. Um, (laughs) No, no, we uh, were doing the same course. But we did not know that we were in fact related until my mother came to help sew costumes for The Sound of Music in which Lorraine was playing, I'm going to get it wrong, Louisa. Uh, no, you got it right. Yeah, that's it. Louisa. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she and my mother and her father are first cousins. So that yep. makes us second cousins? Correct. Or something first like cousins that. twice, twice removed. removed. Twice Once removed. removed. Something Once like removed, yeah. that. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up one day. Anyway. But so, w- what, so. Uh, what I want you to explain to me right now <laughs> is how the sound of music is similar to cats. <laughs> yes, please explain. Um, it's very well-known 
Catchy tunes. <laughs> sure. Look, I'll let you have it. But Thank let's <laughs> let's move on to the next section and Lorene can tell us a little bit about the pajama game. Oh, great. It's the game we're in. Alrighty then, Lorene, what can you tell us about the pajama game? Okay, so the pajama game was written by Richard Adler and Jerry Ross, and it's based on a book by Richard Bissell called Seven and a Half Cents. And the story deals with labour troubles in the pajama factory where workers demand for a seven and a half cent raise, and they're going unheeded. Seven and a half cents seven is nothing. Seven and a half cents. I know. That it seems sound like, like a lot. it. Percent. Seems like but it. But when you but add it together, <laughs> <laughs> they should write. A song about that. They I should they write did. a song. I think there is a song they in did, there about yeah. that. Oh, it was maybe I should have listened to the song. Mm. <laughs> very difficult to learn the words to. I found that yes. song difficult. I mean, isn't that most songs for you? <laughs> I don't true. want to call you it's, out. No, but you. true point. No, it's absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. very wordy. It's very wordy. And uh, in the midst of this whole thing is a love blossoming between uh, Babe. The grievance committee head and Sid, the factory superintendent. <gasps> oh, Scandal! Drama. I can see in my head. New to town, you know. Is Babe Sid. the no. pig? No, <laughs> no. And so no. this makes this musical real fun. <laughs> it, interesting. I'll I'll give it interesting. Kind of gross, but oh, fun. Stop. <laughs> no. Anyway, the original Broadway production opened in May 1954 and ran for 1,063 performances. That's a good run. That's yeah. a really good run. Yeah. It was very popular when it first started. It was directed by George Abbott and Jerome Robbins and featured choreography by Bob Fosse. Well, that's why it ran. Yeah. Yep. It ran yeah, for yeah, so yeah. long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jerome Robbins and Bob Fosse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the production was also noted for the starting career of Shirley MacLaine, um, a, relative un- a relative unknown at that time. She was selected to understudy Carol Hanley's role and start, starting in late May 1954, MacLaine filled the role for several months as Hanley was out of commission with an injury. That's a really cool and story then, about her breaking her leg. And, yeah. 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 And then Shirley MacLaine just went, boom. Yeah. This is my role now. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the same thing that happened with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones in 40 Seconds. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. It's a popular. I'll take it. Popular story. <laughs> uh, then went over to West End in 1955 and ran for only 588 performances and uh, then followed a run in Australia where it was led by, the cast was led by Tony Lamond as Bay Williams oh. and William Newman as Sid Sukran. Good old Tony Lamond. Yes. She would just be perfect for that role. I took her to the chemist one. Oh, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Great story. Yeah. So many great stories coming out. What did she get? (laughs) Probably shouldn't talk about it. I don't know. Hair dye maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Uh, The show was then made into a film in 1957 starring Doris Day featuring uh, most of the original stage cast except for Janice Page who uh, who obviously Doris Day then took over from and Stanley Prager who was who played Jack Straw so Jack Straw mm, I, 
Which one was Jack Straw? I think he's just one of the. He's the scarecrow. Just one of the guys. Yeah, just one of the guys. One of the guys. One of the featured guys. So guys. Yes. Uh, the great thing about that movie is it retained a lot of the original Fosse choreography mm. too for great numbers like Steam Heat, yep. which is like signature Fosse. Yep. Once yep. a year day. Once you a year. No, big company number. It's brilliant. Once a year day. I'm just and Doris I Day like this show. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet over here. <laughs> Doris Day is just amazing in that role. I don't know. I love I love Doris Day. <laughs> She's a doll. She's great. She's a doll. She's so talented. Um, and so then there was a revival in 1973 on Broadway, but it wasn't as popular. It only had 63 performances. Oh. Yeah, which is a bit sad. But it came back in 2006 with a longer run of 129 performances and this time it starred Harry Connick Jr. as Sid. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. How great is that? And he played the piano on stage. He actually played a lot of um, – that's so the show. character not necessary for Sid, but I'll take it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but in the revival, they had a couple of new songs called "The Three of Us," "Me, Myself, and I," "The World Around Us," and are these just Harry Connick Jr. numbers? <laughs> just <throwing it> in? <laughs> no, these were actually written by Richard Adler. And if you win, you lose. So, yeah, they were actually written by Richard Adler that were added into the show. A couple of them actually were or? in the original but were bumped. Oh. So they re-brought them back into that uh, revival in 2006. Yeah. And the show did receive a fair few uh, Tony Awards. The original production won Best Musical and Best Performance by a Featured Actress in a Musical and Best Choreography, of course, of Bob Fosse. And uh, then in 2006 it won Best Revival of a Musical and again Best Choreography. Fair. Um, yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah, good which call. Is really good. Good call, Tonys. I know. Dear Tony. Approved. Yes. Dear <laughs> Mr. <Arcade>. Anthony, <laughs> you've made a wise decision. And I've got one little fun fact. I love that, a fun fact. Uh, I know that three of the sh- songs, two of the songs, There Once Was a Man and A New Town is a Blue Town were actually written by Frank Losser, although oh, it was oh, never wow. credited to him. I love Frank Losser. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Rosser, he writes some guys and dolls weird, and annoying yeah. stuff as a vocalist, <laughs> but he's good. Mm. I'll give him that. Um, yeah. That's so odd. How how do we know that if he's not credited? Mm. Just Wikipedia. <laughs> Maybe. Secret Broadway Maybe. tale. Secret Broadway tale. He was like, hey, guys, that, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> I'm Give pretty it sure I wrote that. Well, they, you, you can buy it. You can buy songs from people and basically take their credit from them. So they probably bought the songs maybe not necessarily for this musical and then they put them in this musical mm. and so, yeah, yeah but I, I guess it would be down in, in I have an idea. History books. <laughs> Sid's song, what, what was the one you just I, mentioned? That, that I Blue knew Town is a Blue Town. Yeah, that song does sound like it's from a different show. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it sits strangely in the soundtrack of the rest of the pyjama game. Yeah. But I'm surprised about the Yodel song. Yeah. <laughs> also that, a difficult song. Yeah, but so fun. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that or, that almost became like a signature thing of, of that character, mm. that moment. Anyway, cool story, bro. Right. Well, <laughs> if that's all we've got for history and yeah. fun facts, let's take a break and we will come back with the lessons we've learned from the drama game. Sorry, I don't know what happened with the music button there. Novice on the keys. 
So are we going to uh, are we going to stop and re-record that bit that you just spoke no, over? No, let's let the people know that this <laughs> job is hard. Okay, Zane normally does it, and he makes it seem seamless. You're making it seem a lot harder than it actually is. Though. <laughs> well, I don't know what happened just then. I, I think it, like the button sensed my finger was near and was like, are it we did going? the impossible. It did and started and stopped, <laughs> which is impossible mm. for that button. I have special skills. And special skills in making the equipment <laughs> malfunction. Well, what have we learned from the pajama game, everyone? Like we have people with very personal experiences with the pajama game and I don't have much personal experience with the pajama game. I will say that I learned a lot of songs that I knew before I knew the pajama game are from the pajama game. Yeah. Uh, particularly Steam Heat, yep. Hernando's Hideaway, yeah. uh, Seven and a Half Cents. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these things that I, I knew beforehand for whatever reason. I'm actually surprised Seven and a Half Cents is on your little list there. But Hernando's Hideaway is the big surprise for everyone. Yeah. It's used I, a lot, you know, even in commercial. Yeah. You know, you hear Hernandez Hideaway, just the just the, the song itself, you hear it a lot. Mm. Yeah. And it's completely mm. out of style with the 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 musical content itself. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. where does that fit in the story? It's like nowhere. They've just put it in. Yeah. Like, They've just gone to heat. it's a just weird nightclub and yeah. that's what the song is now. Yeah. That's what yeah. the nightclub's called and we're singing a song about it. Good Enjoy. good song. It's a good song. It is a great yeah. song. Yeah. Um so I, I guess that that's something that I learned is that this this musical has a bit of uh like pervasiveness in musical theater repertoire mm. that it might that I didn't give it credit for until I sat down and actually listened to it. Mm. A lot of people mm. lacking credit in this show, mm. right, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> right, Miranda. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> I think we were just visited by the ghost of Frank Lesser. Is he? Even there? Oh, no, 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 stop talking. I think I learnt from this show. Um, <laughs> That the characters are so persistent, you know, everything from that seven and a half cents that they want so much to um, Babe just saying, oh, I'm so not in love with this guy. But then it's just he's so persistent and she goes, oh, well, I may as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, the the thing I like most about men is their persistence. (laughs) (laughs) Just never leave you alone. (laughs) You know what? I wouldn't mind a persistent man. (laughs) Yes, you would. A nice persistent one. <laughs> a like, nice one. Yeah, yeah, one that I yeah. would like to be persistent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so if the man of your choice. Okay, we're getting into an area that's uh, got a lot of grey in it. Well, this Maybe is, we this is the on? thing that we're learning is that persistence is good some of the time. Some of the time. Don't be creepy, though. <laughs> Don't be creepy. Mm. That's a good tagline to most advice, though. Don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. <laughs> Put away $50 a week. And don't and be don't creepy. Be creepy. <laughs> Like when you put it away, don't put it away under your mattress. Guys. That's the creepy choice. Would you like to know how much money they're actually asking for in today's currency? I would. I would. Seven and a half cents doesn't buy a hell in of a lot. In 1953 is equivalent to 66 cents in 2019. Wow. wow. 66 cents an hour. I can see that. I can hour. see people aiming for that Absolutely. as a pay rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. In retail, you yeah. know, I remember back in the day, if you got a 66 cent pay rise in retail, you'd be like, woohoo, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not bad. Are you? I know. Yeah. Every I think that's pretty interesting. Because when you think of. For you to be living like a king. What role did you play in this? Aww. Again? 
babe. Um, I think I uh, well, I, I think we all learnt um, the I power of a union uh, from this musical. Yes. Um, that unions are right and capitalism is wrong. Yeah. Um, and also unions live throw marks. really great like parties, parties and concerts yeah. and the power of a union entertain the masses <laughs> and get them more money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, it is interesting that the union does win in this one. Uh, because, you know, this was during the time of the tycoons. Um, so I guess the proletariat are winning. Is oh, kind of have to Google that word. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck spelling it. It's French. <laughs> because, because it is an outright win, whereas like in things like Newsies we get the, the, the boss people figuring out that it's actually good for them business-wise to mm. pay these people more, whereas this time it's just like, well, I guess I have to take the hit. Yeah. Get paid, pay them more. Mm. Otherwise, they're just going to throw parties all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's this stop work, which is um, actually used really interestingly in the show because they use the same song that they use elsewhere and they just slow it right down and they keep <laughs> Yeah, the song is racing right with the down. clock. So yeah. it's like racing with the clock and then they just slow it down. So they're not racing with the clock at all. They're yeah, just yeah. going, yeah. yeah. And it's um, a sort of theatrical technique that you see popping up in other things later in, in musical theatre as well. So um, that interesting way of, of producing the message by using uh, what's that called juxtaposition from a previous part of the show. Mm. Um, that's cool. I guess I learnt that that was cool. Stop yeah. talking. Someone else say something. I also learnt with this musical how to save time. There is a great song. I absolutely <laughs> love this song in this musical. And it's called Think of the Time I'll Save. And he basically describes all the things that he does to prepare himself so that he can be on at work on time mm. and mm. save himself all this time. Like getting dressed for work before he goes to bed. Okay, yeah. so I granted I've not tried this, Lorraine. <laughs> But I can imagine that shaving in bed is pretty gross. Difficult, messy, <laughs> unhygienic mess. But think of the time you'll save. I know. I know. Do you know, having kids though, no. you really do consider this when you have children, how much you can get done before they go to bed at night so that when they get up in the morning, they're pretty much ready to go for school yeah, so that yeah. there's no mucking around, you're not late for school. And I have thought about actually putting my kids' uniform on and then putting jammies over the top and going, go to bed, kids, that's great. <laughs> We're done for the morning, just rip that off and you're good. Don't even need the jammies then, really, yeah, do we? Yeah. Maybe if you just from a very young age teach your children that a uniform is pyjamas. Ooh. And you get to wear pyjamas to school. Parenting oh. tips with Julia Eisenberger, <laughs> mother of zero. Well, um, I think one of the most fun parts of the pyjama game is at the end where they're all singing the pyjama game, wearing pyjamas. Just at work wearing pyjamas. Why not? Because you can. And the cutest thing at the end when Babe comes out in the shirt and Sid comes out in the pants, so they only need <laughs> one pair of pajamas between the two of them. What's going on there? I so don't get cute. it. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I think we've we found the role for a certain Mr. Efron. Yay! Mm. Yay! Mm. I love that. Well, especially um, if he's um, just going to wear pajama pants in the last scene, and Julie gets to wear the pajama top. Good on you, Julie. Aww. Speaking of Zac Efron and casting, uh. 
Lorraine is actually sporting a Weed Cast Zac Efron <gasps> Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know t-shirt, which you can get uh, from on the line. Go to that. Yeah. And you can go to the website. You can go to the website, that's notcanon.com. There is merch links. You said go there. Zane's got it. Find, find the Weed Cast Zac Efron shirts or the MTMEIK shirts. And you can get them in any style and colour and they just slap that on there and you can, get a and sticker. You can wear it. You can get backpack, you can get a satchel. Phone case. Phone case. Ooh, phone case. Yes. Put that in my wish list. Subliminal <laughs> or let's just go liminal plug there. <laughs> I guess it's what? a nice shirt. It feels very comfortable. They are really comfortable. They are insanely <laughs> comfortable shirts. I'm thinking of getting just a whole lot of them to wear as pyjamas. Oh. Mm, see how I linked it right back to the linked show there? Yeah. Link it back. <laughs> so good at this. Um, do I need to press another button now? No, no. I oh, don't okay. think you do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm – Interested is why they picked a pajama factory for this show because it didn't pajamas weren't like a necessary like theme or anything. Perhaps it was a metaphor. It was not really a a sleeping metaphor. together. Is is that yeah. is it like the sexy maybe. thing? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't particularly so. sexy pajamas, though. No, but they, they that you have the the joke at the end with her coming out in yeah. just yeah. the top and him in just the bottoms. Uh, I I don't. I guess it could have been set in any factory, but you don't want to set it in a factory of something like actually reminds you of manual labour. Mm. So you want to set it in a fun kind of factory where people are just living their factory lives. Candy factory. Oh, and I really think well. in, <laughs> in, <laughs> the, in the 1950s, you know, it was all about that, you know, setting up the perfect house and having that perfect sort of white picket oh, yeah. fence White, white picket fence. <laughs> <laughs> matching pajamas matching and pajamas. twin beds. That's right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, we should all get matching pajamas. Absolutely. And twin beds. <laughs> and twin could have done with the twin Between bed last the four night. Of us? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Julie, you can't tell the listeners that story. Uh, do I press a button now? I, I don't know. Do we have? Have we got any other lessons? Then I think you can press a button, Miranda, and we'll come back with our Dreamcast. Wait. Okay. No. Should I tell? No. Oh. Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. I learned. I learned a lesson about okay. stage kissing. <laughs> All right, everyone. If you're not already sitting, sit down because this is gonna be this is gonna be a journey. That's not a long story. Okay. Do you want to show the people here? Like, wow, we can. Is well, it, Julie? I just know. Is it a story about dental hygiene? No. Is look, it a story look, about? It's just about. Look, it's just gonna happen, and you just gotta relax and let it be, right? Oh just no. Be in the character. Be in the moment. Were you and now not, we kiss. Who who wasn't? Who who whose <laughs> issue was this? Um, I'm pretty sure we'd just like not done the kiss and not done the kiss and not done the kiss and suddenly we're at like, you know, dress rehearsal time and the whole cast is there and we're doing the scene and he's like, well, I guess I better do it and just came at me so fast he tripped over my foot and <laughs> fell over. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, yeah. I don't think – he was pretty young. I'm not sure he even had a first kiss before that. Aww. I'm pretty sure Miranda May has so. been. I'm just thinking <laughs> – <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I will he's say, a beautiful person. I will say you're like, my first stage kiss with a girl was, was my first kiss <laughs> with a girl. <laughs> and, and your only one since? Or? <laughs> well, I kissed her a number of times. <laughs> oh, right. Nice. Stop just doing a one that girl with your guy. Time, <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, if, to all the directors out there that are listening, don't avoid the kiss. No, you have to do read it the first time you run after, the scene. Well, I was going to say, after read through, that's fine. That's the chance you get to not do the kiss. <laughs> 
when every you're other seated rehearsal. at a table and you just can't reach each other, that's fine. That's fine, but every other rehearsal you do have to do it. Just do it. I know it's, it's like a band aid. So awkward. Um, and I do invite anyone if you've got some great stage kiss stories. <laughs> oh, Guys, please. I've just decided please. we're going to do a Patreon episode of stage kiss Miranda's stories. Got, Miranda actually has more. I, I know have, that you've got more. I have a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> that are graphics, anyway. so they're going on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, um, please share your stage kiss stories on on, on, on our social Facebook media. Page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we would love to hear them and feature them on a future episode. Uh, not that we would ever do that. Do I press a button now? Yes. All right. So we've spoken about Mr. Efron. In just pyjama pants, as said. Does he have Perfect. to wear the pyjama pants? Mm. Yes. yes. Yes, otherwise the joke makes no sense. It's the 1950s. You have to wear pants. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the one downside to Mr. Efron playing Sid mm-hmm. is that he gets to sing all the like, wah, sad songs really. So um, he might have more fun being one of the other guys, particularly if it's the one who gets to do the steam heat dance. That's true. Uh, so yeah. there's a, it's a bit of a weird thing about this show that the the two leads are are quite straight laced sort of characters okay. that don't get to do a lot of fun. So Babe's actually got more fun stuff to do than she yes. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is again sort of unusual writing for the female lead to have that stronger personality that's a little outside the romantic lead box that um, a lot of shows sat in in the lead up to this. And this is when we started to see Gwen Verdon's and Shirley MacLaine's and really taking shows That comic female presence. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who would you put there? Ah, look, Doris Day was amazing in the movie. And it's her casting type to a T, really. Like, uh, but, oh, who would I do now? Who would I do now? Can I throw out a name? Yes, you can. I, I know that you're there's not a lot of fans of the table. Megan Hilty. Mm. Oh no, she'd be perfect. I think she'd yeah. be great. I love Megan Hilty. She has very strong mm. comic timing. Yes. Yes. Very where, strong where personality. Anti Megan Hilty people. I've oh. been shouted down a couple of times about <laughs> Miss Hilty. Well, you might have tried to put her in the wrong role then. Maybe I have. Maybe <laughs> I, I really have. like her. No, but Babe Williams is a really good one for her. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um <laughs> she, she and Zach could probably get along quite well, I think. Yes. Yeah. Ship it. Yep. <laughs> um, there's, there's quite a few other uh, sprightly females in the cast. Oh, yes. Oh, what are their character names? I'm being caught out now. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I've got it here. Oh, Gladys. Gladys. So, Gladys, she's a gorgeous character. Yes. She's... She's kind of the Sutton Foster, I think. Yes. In yeah, the, yeah, perfect. The yeah. Sutton Foster. Because <sighs> she's comical. Yeah, but a little bit sexy. Yeah. But a little bit, yeah. yeah. And then her counterpart, which is Heinze. Heinze. So Vernon. Vernon Heinze. Yeah. 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 And he's the character who sings the song about getting dressed in bed and all that kind of yes. stuff. So, yeah. Oh, he's, um, I can't have, think. Don't have anyone? Oh, what about Andrew Reynolds? I mean, I'm saying yes in general. I think he could fit any number of Yes is any one of those people. (laughs) Yes for any of the above. Heinze needs to be maybe a little bit um, older, not very clean cut. A little little bit. about Brian? Um, Fill in the rest of his name. (laughs) Brian James Darcy? 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, a little yeah. bit older. Yeah. Not a young. He's not necessarily young. Needs to be able to pull off not not too bright. Yeah. Finds <laughs> he's not too bright. <laughs> he does shave in bed. Well, yeah, yes, he's and trying to be clever. all I can foresee is a shower in the I mean, morning trying to get the trickle He's not old, but Ben Platt can pull off not too bright pretty well. Oh, he's yeah. so pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you go with younger casting overall or we just don't care about ages because we're living in a Dreamcast world. Living in a Dreamcast yes. world. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be a fun one to cast like from a dance audition because it's so movement-based, even, even though that's – like to the storyline, you wouldn't think, oh, yeah, that's a dance show. Like A Chorus Line is pretty obviously a dance show. Mm. It's about dancers. This is not about dancers, but it's definitely a dance show. Oh, I mean, Hernando's yeah. just, just dance break after dance break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Once a Year Day is mostly dance break. Yeah. Um, that's the huge number in the uh, second half. But who did we put as Gladys? Because she gets steam heat, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. That's where I would that's put Sutton. Sutton Foster. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that that that's good casting. Yeah. yeah. Good dancer. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, if we had to put Audra anywhere, I'd probably put her as Mabel, the mother yep. hen. Yep, absolutely. I don't think she's suitable for either of the uh, no. the others. No, sorry. No, <laughs> sorry, Audra. Also, yep, nup, nup from me. <laughs> yep, nup, nup. Wow, that's so Australian. Just like yep, nup, nup. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yep, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah. I think it's time uh, that Miranda presses a button and we move on to our top five lists. So if this show were to appear on a top five list, what would you put it on? Top five factory-based musicals. (laughs) This one, Les Mis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, Willy, Wonka. Willy Wonka. Oh yeah, well yeah, Willy Wonka. Guys, there's a whole heap of factory musicals. <laughs> oh my god, does it make the list? Does yeah. it? Yeah, it does I think we're good. Uh, top five <laughs> musicals about unionization. Uh, this and Newsies, at least. Did you say at immunization? Least? Unionization. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I missed a big chunk of this musical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the anti-vaxxers were all over this one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, top. Five shows that feature a picnic scene. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Carousel. This one and Big Carousel. Fish. Big Fish. I think has, Big a, fish has, a, has a picnic. Uh, don't know yes. about that. But all right. Let you have oh, it. Maybe I'm thinking of the movie. Who knows? I think Aspects of Love, they go out for a picnic at some point, don't they? Don't they? Sunday in the Park with George? in for a picnic. <laughs> oh! Sunday in the Park. <laughs> Sunday. Picnic Bye. at Hanging Rock. That's not a musical. Well, not yet it's it not. It is now. <laughs> I'm going to put Stay ghostly tuned. voices in there all over the joint. As we cover the new adaptation of Picnic at Hanging Rock, the musical. Miranda. Oh, my God, oh, there'd be a whole song. Just, just people calling you. my name. <laughs> um, I would say I would say Steam Heat, top five, like, sexy songs. Wow. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I, oh, my God. I was telling God. Julie before we started recording that I – always and still gets steam heat and la jazz hot mixed up in my head from Victor Victoria. I get steam heat and too darn hot (laughs) mixed up. I can see how that could happen. Yeah. It's just a heat thing. I think think too darn hot's a pretty. (laughs) Oh my goodness, nothing. There's lots of 
I get, in this song. <laughs> I get not, steamed not heat <laughs> and steamed vegetables mixed steamed up. Steamed vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> Have you been eating a lot of steamed heat? <laughs> Just yes. air? I don't know. Nutritious. I regret saying it. <laughs> um, any others? I would put it on top five um, Fosse shows. Probably not so much mm. because it's uh, one of the best shows Fosse has ever been involved with, but because it contains some really signature Fosse-ness mm. yeah. that has been yeah. captured to film and, and retained in, well, my mind. I don't know about anyone else's. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Pajama Game and Damn Yankees are very much of the same ilk. Um, I always pair those two shows together a lot, in, particularly in their stylization. Yeah. Even though they're quite different shows. I, I don't know why people don't do the Pajama Game more often. It's such a great song. It's fun. I think it doesn't get done very often. As a often musical. As a musical, it's great. Because the book is really dated. Like people look at it and go, oh, it's such a kitschy dated musical. And yet, But now it's sort of gone past, oh, it's kitschy and dated, to now it's, it's kitschy. Yeah, yeah, and dated, and like. popular and retro. <laughs> because we do it's like, retro. Yeah, it's retro. People still do shows that are just dated. Yes. So at least this is kitschy. At least this is kitschy. <laughs> yeah, it's got that going yeah. for it. It's anyway. a top five kitschy musical. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say kitschy. That is a time. new list. We have not had that list before. We haven't had that list before, and I, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure what else I would. Put on that list the top five kitschy musicals. Kitschy musicals. I don't know. Maybe Have our succeed? audience can help us. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fun times, guys. Great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Great reach out on social media. Do we have any other any other top five lists? All right. Well, if you have any yeah. top five lists, feel free to tell us what they are on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook, of course. Um, you can find us on all those at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, all spelled out, or on Twitter at Musicals Teach Me. Uh, now, Loreen, do you have anything specific that you would like to plug at the end of this episode? I do. <gasps> I do. What? I'm, I'm not sure if it's oh been plugged gosh. before, though. I don't th- – we've mentioned it. I don't think we've What are we all talking it. about? I mean – no, Miranda. Oh my gosh. You know. You know very well what we're talking about. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> the 24 hour musical. I want to talk about the 24 hour musical. Do talk about I'm it. Because I'm so excited <laughs> Wait, about it. You know about it, right? I do. Yeah. Oh, thank yes. goodness. <laughs> I just didn't know that's what she was going to plug. Well, that's what I want to plug. That's like do on it. my brain all the time at the moment. Can I? You're on a yellow microphone I and am. I'm on a pink microphone. I know. That's the 24-hour musical colour. It is. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I baked cupcakes this afternoon with pink and yellow patty cake. And you brought none of them I didn't bring us. them in, no. Yeah. No. All right. No, we ate them. And the 24-hour musical project so, is something that <laughs> it is we're something. all involved in. It is true. We're all involved in it. And I'm very excited. And uh, if you don't know what it is, we basically cast a show before – Anybody knows what the show is, so you come and audition and uh, no one knows what they're auditioning for. And a couple of weeks later, when the crew have got together and they've planned out this whole musical and 
basically they've put a whole show together without a cast. We come together, announce what show it is 24 hours before we actually put the show on. And for 24, 24 hours, hours, we just rehearse. Rehearse. It's rehearse, insane. Rehearse. It's so much fun. And, Have a shower. Um, Keep rehearsing. And then the show is amazing because – you know, you can't really sit in the audience and go, wow, did they really pick this show up 24 <laughs> hours ago and do this show with no sleep and the answer and is yes. No rest and they do no sleep, do no rest, just a few tears. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of good food. Yeah. And it's oh. and it's hilarious. It is just so funny. And it, it is really good to see all all of the theatre people come out to support it as yeah, well. That's and right. they do. That's right. yeah. It has brought together so many people from different theatre companies that now share and integrate their yes. talents. And it's it's really beautiful. About. It's a really nice yes. project. So, of course, this is Miranda's brainchild. She produces it. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I'm directing with the help from Julie and Xanthi Jones. And you are our – what is your title? <laughs> you're, you're our support director? I'm a support director. Well, that's it, exactly what it is. It has changed a couple of times, but it is support director, It right? is, yeah. That's yeah. What So, you're in charge of – Support. Literally everything that isn't <laughs> specifically in a rehearsal room. That's exactly right. So all the volunteers, all the things that go on outside the theatre, that's all up to me to make sure things so much go work. right. And, and no one dies. And no one dies and just making sure that people are eating and they're drinking and they're getting what little rest that they can <laughs> get and they're not going to fall over. So you'll be hearing a little bit more about the 24-hour musical project um, as we move forward this year. I mm. believe we will be doing a special episode where we do a, a brief cover of the, the short list mm. that brief. we released 10 days before the project. A very brief cover. <laughs> I can't yes, wait Julie. to see what is on this list <laughs> this year. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, Miranda has promised once again to do a, a, a thorough a thorough live um, cover of the of the musical while we're doing it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, of course, afterwards we will probably, maybe or maybe not, do, do an episode if we episode. can if we can squeeze it in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that will be coming up in the well. We go on on April fourteenth. We rehearse April thirteenth. Yes. So you can uh, if you're in the Brisbane area. Please look us up, book tickets. Come and see the show. 24HMP.com. You probably won't be able to audition because we would have auditioned by this time. Done and dusted. But you can still volunteer for stage crew, tech crew and the all-important support team. That's right. Seriously, these guys keep us alive. You know who I would like (laughs) in a support team this year? Like multiple of this particular skill? Massage therapists. (laughs) Done, done, done. Really? Done. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Just one of the many things you can look forward to at the 24-hour musical is massage, massage. therapists. Massage therapist. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us, Lorraine. Thanks, guys. It's been so much fun. I love listening to this podcast and uh, I we do love too. talking about musicals, particularly classical <laughs> musicals. Yay, I love it. And I'm I'm on Patreon and I actually support this podcast because I believe in it. So You're if one of you the best people. are wanting to give a little bit, I only give uh, like a little bit but – I'm going to give you helpful, a, so a live round of applause for get that. Get out there. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience. <laughs> Pledge the money to this podcast because it's awesome. It is minimum of one US, one dollar. US dollar a month, yep. so it's, it's, it's like very low. 
Very, very low price. Uh, and so patreon.com forward slash musical store me everything I know. There are some outlandish promises that we have made. <laughs> that we have forgotten some <laughs> 3,940 and we're producing Matilda? I believe it's 6,900. I Yeah, so thanks again for joining us, Lorraine. Thank you. Thank you, Julie and Miranda. Oh, you're welcome. And we will catch you next Friday for more talk about musicals. Bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 